When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm your host, Aileen, and today I'm joined by Morgan Siminer, one of the stars of Netflix hit series, Cheer. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really excited. So the new season just came out right on Netflix. So how's it been so far? I know like the whole... The whole se- the season is about like kind of fame and stuff, handling fame after season one. How has it been now since season two just came out? How are you feeling? Um, I'm a little bit more prepared this time <laughs> around than I was for season one because uh, we weren't expecting it to blow up the way it did. So we kind of knew like what to expect going into season two. Um, but it's just been crazy, like, you know, reliving like what it was like when the show first came out and like how everything blew up. I was like, this is literally insane. Yeah, it was overwhelming, I'm sure. And on social media, it's like crazy too. (laughs) For anybody who hasn't seen Cheer, could you just kind of like briefly share where you're from? How long have you been doing this? How old are you? Okay, so I am from Osage, Wyoming, in the middle of nowhere, population of like 200. Um, I'm currently living in Dallas, Texas, and I'm 24 years old. And I cheered at Navarro for technically two and a half years because COVID ended my cheerleading career. So I cheered um, 2018, 2019, and then 2020 was half the season. Because why nobody was competing? Yes. So when COVID hit, we, you know, everything was canceled, like in the whole entire world, and we went into lockdown. So we weren't able to have our last competition. So yeah, that's, I stopped cheering after that. (laughs) Could you go back or you just decided no more? I mean, technically I have like another year or two years of eligibility, but I've already done so much like at Navarro and mm-hmm. I don't really have any classes to take. So for me, it doesn't really make sense to go back unless like I went for just here. Right. But I have so many other things going on that I just kind of. You're just over it. You're yeah. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, so speaking of wanting to move on and t- like talking kind of like from season one, a lot of it, you, you know, there was you had a lot of injuries and 
it was just you were you talked about how like grueling the sport is. Is that part of why kind of you're deciding to move on to bigger, better things? I mean, not necessarily. Like, I mean, in any sport you can get injured and that's mm-hmm. just kind of like a known thing. So, I mean, I had ankle surgery when I was at Navarro. I hurt my ribs when I was at Navarro. You know, there's so many different things that I've done to myself that (laughs) I'm like, how am I still here? But, you know, it just comes with the sport and that's just how it is sometimes. And, you know, it's my body's healed because I took time off after COVID. So it's like, Right. Good to go. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good to go. What is like the recovery like when you're in it? Because like if you're because you're saying you took the time to heal during COVID because you had a long period of rest. But like during the season when you're competing, you get hurt and then you need to recover yeah. quickly. So, right? I feel like it just depends, like obviously on what the injury is, one. But two, um, I feel like cheerleaders are just felt different like whenever we get injured like we don't want to like sit out like we want to like keep going or like push through so like Mm -hmm. but it's just like the drive that we have to you know not let down your teammates and like to make sure you're doing your job but like we obviously know our bodies like well enough to know like hey like this is okay for me to do or this is like i need to sit out for the day or for the week or like you know do your thing so like you kind of just you know take how your body's feeling and then you know go on from there Right. Is it so you're you're a flyer, right? That's your position or when yes. you're doing Is it like how do you mentally prepare for that? Is that scary or you just always were like I don't care. I'm 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 not afraid of this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I just have like a I'm like let's just give it a whirl. I'm not really that scared <laughs> <laughs> of much. They're like, "Yeah, let's try this." And then everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, we can lose." I'm like, "Let's check it. Like, let's just go for it." Just throw me so in I feel the like air. I just don't really get like nervous about that kind of stuff. I'm kind of like a daredevil in a sense like that but like when it comes to like other things like you know ordering food at a restaurant I get nervous oh wow like in the <laughs> stuff like that so I'm like that, I don't know why but like what, when it comes to cheer I'm like go for it what makes you nervous about ordering food at a restaurant I don't know I just get like nervous on the inside because <laughs> like, I don't know them and I'm just like you know telling them like what to do and I just like makes me nervous I just don't like it <laughs> that's that's so funny and like they're cooking for you I guess yeah that's like a it's a I'm different like, experience I'm like can I please have some chicken nuggets please have grilled cheese <laughs> that's really funny um okay so so you talked about like gaining confidence like in season one like throughout the whole season how did how did that come to be like what what made you grow your confidence over time um, I feel like being a part of like the Navarro team, like helped me with my confidence because, you know, they're motivating you every single day. They're talking to you, like hyping you up. Like you have like Monica, obviously like help you out with things. Um, and then it also comes with like, you know, gaining skills and like having like a year underneath your belt of cheering, like in like competing and stuff like that just like gives you the confidence that you need to you know, take like take a deep breath and not like be stressing yourself out for like the next year. So, right. yeah, it kind of just like built over time. Do you like have any specific like mental exercises or anything that you tell yourself to hype yourself up or like get yourself get your head in the game? Um, I mostly well, I get fueled off of other people doing stuff. So like, you know, I want to be the best at what I do. Um, so mm-hmm. if someone's doing something better than me, then I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> like no hard feelings, but I'm going to try to do this better than you. So highly competitive. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that, but then also, you know, just like telling myself, like, 
you know, everyone starts somewhere. And like, I did start later than a lot of other people um, with like collegiate cheer and like, you know, the competitiveness of the cheerleading has to it. So I was like behind some, just like everyone has to start somewhere. And, you know, if you set your mind to it and you keep pushing, you can literally do anything. Love that. So speaking of competition and like the intensity of it, and clearly like you're you're into it, <laughs> um, it feeds you. But has that ever had any downside? Like has that ever given you any body image things or like especially with the fame that came with it? Yeah, I feel like, well, I mean, I feel like I struggle with it. I feel like I have like body dysmorphia because I never like see myself as like other people see me. Like people will comment on my social media like once the show blew up and it's like, you're so pretty, you're so this. They're like, you're so skinny, you're this. And I just like never... I can feel it. Like, I'm just like, eh, no, they're lying. <laughs> right. So uh, there's that. But like, um, you know, just struggling with, you know, trying to feel like you're perfect for everyone else out there. And social media, like, is so deceiving that it's like, you, you know, you compare yourself to people on a daily basis, whether you think you do or not. So yeah. it's like kind of hard to deal with it. But I mean, I feel like I've been handling it a lot better. I mean, it doesn't just magically go away. Right. But, you know, it, gets better over time and just like you know being proud of who you are and like yeah was it hard to watch yourself on tv it was weird (laughs) it was so weird because like i you know i can picture like what i am doing but like my face like looked different like i don't know it was just like so weird and then like also like my voice like when i was talking i was like i sound so annoying (laughs) Like, my voice literally sounds so annoying. Like, it's weird to hear your own voice. So it was very interesting to watch. And I was like, I can't believe I made that face. Like, I didn't know I did that. Because, you know, you don't get to see everything you do. Right. I think probably part of being, like, really competitive and, like, wanting, striving to be, like, the best, it forces you to be really hard on yourself. And so I'm sure that, like, comes to play in all of that. Do Do you feel that is connected? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I mean, I feel like everything is like connected, like with that kind of stuff. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. How does it feel that you're kind of leaving now? Like, are you excited about not cheering anymore? Are you looking forward to maybe? Do you think that like maybe the body confidence or the body um, that you mentioned, the body dysmorphia? Do you think that'll like kind of help you heal with that? Yes. So I mean, I haven't cheered in two years. Like since COVID hit, I haven't been cheering. So, um, you know, I've had time to like, you know, let my body heal from, you know, practicing every single day, multiple times a day. Um, so like my body, you know, from going from working out that intense to not working out at all, like my body's like, what is up? Like, I'm still in like quarantine mode. Like (laughs) my body's like, you know, trying to get together, but you know, I, I mean, it's not like I feel healthier or anything of that sort. Um, but like just being out like in normal public, I'm like, I don't feel like judged or anything like that. But like in the cheerleading world, like everyone is very, very tiny. And that's just like how it is with the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I've just like accepted the fact that like, I don't have to be skinny or I don't have to be this. Like I just have to be like who I am. And like as long as I'm happy with who I am and like what I look like, then nobody else should like their opinion shouldn't really matter. I, I agree with that, and I really like that message. I feel like everybody should kind of repeat, rewind, and listen to that. <laughs> 
Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, so talking about fame and all of that, because that's a lot of what season two is about. So what has your life, how has it changed? Like what's it been like since it premiered? Did you guys, you said, you mentioned earlier, you didn't expect it. You guys didn't expect it to blow up the way it, what was that like? Well, <laughs> it literally <laughs> happened overnight. Like, really, the show came out, and then the next day I was doing interviews. So, it was wow. like from zero to a hundred. Like, you know, we were excited. Like, we're like, we're gonna be on Netflix. Like, we're gonna watch ourselves. Like, we hadn't like seen it before or anything, so we didn't really know like what exactly to expect. And then you know, the show aired, and then it was like your follower count started going up. Like, people would be emailing you, like sending you packages, like all this stuff. And I'm like, what is happening? And then we're doing all these interviews and flying to like LA and all this. And I'm like, this is literally insane. Like what? And like, right. we thought it was going to be big in the cheer world, but like it would hit different countries. Right. People in other countries are watching it. It's global. What, what did that, how did that impact you? Like your mental health? Uh, <laughs> I'm being completely honest when that all happened I was not thriving like I struggled yeah. a lot because I was like not sleeping like not taking care of myself like I was just so overwhelmed and like didn't really know how to deal with it and like we all were going through that like we had so much that was happening so much that was going on that we were just like burnt out like I was doing double school practices flying to like LA doing photo shoots, interviews, jumping on a red eye, going to practice again. Like, oh my God. I was mentally and physically just exhausted at that point. And, like, you know, seeing people in public, like, I felt like I had to be, like, super happy and everything. But I was, like, really struggling on the inside. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had to, like, put a smile on for, like, everyone else because, you know, I feel like if people were to be like, hi, like, Morgan, I'm just like, meh. Like, yeah, you just, have to be on. Yeah. So I feel like it was, like, really hard for me to, you know, be on for, like, interviews or, like, do that sort of a thing. Um, So I really did struggle with it for, like, a hot minute. And then once COVID hit, I kind of had time to, like, process everything that happened, like, take a second, take a step back and just, like, Mm -hmm. full on take a break for a minute. And I really needed it. Yeah. Yeah. I assume you didn't get much sleep either. And that definitely is taxing on. Oh, yeah. 
sure. <laughs> the body I, I require and the like brain. 17 hours. Like if I don't have 17 hours of sleep, like it 17. is not, <laughs> not going to be a good day. Well, I imagine that because you're like you said you practice multiple times a day, like you need to rest. So that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So what is like now fame been like now that you're famous, quote unquote? Mm -hmm. I don't really think I'm famous, but – People. People say you're famous. Just being like no, like I guess kind of well-known is – it's weird. It's so weird to me like – like, I'll be, like, walking around, like, the mall or, like, at a restaurant or something, and someone comes up and asks for a picture or, like, says my name, and I'm, like, looking, and I'm, like, what mm-hmm. is happening? And I'm, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I'm, like, hi, how are you? I'm, like, right. so People confused are at first. Yes, I'm, like, what? So it's just crazy. Yeah. So I haven't processed it. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to take a while. Um, <laughs> did you prefer not being famous or known? I mean, I I liked my life before the show. You know, yeah. I was happy. I was living. I mean, I can't really complain much now. Like, it's just different opportunities. I mean, it is different, you know, feeling like everyone knows everything about you 24-7. Totally. That's kind of hard. And, like, people, like, feeling like you have to, like, do certain things. Like, regardless of what I post or what I do, no one's ever going to agree with what I'm doing. Like, you always mm-hmm. are going to have one person or two people or whoever that doesn't agree or doesn't like what you're doing. And I'm like. It's like hard to like, you know, deal with that. But at the same time, like, if I like a picture of myself, I'm gonna post it. Right. You have to kind of stay so. centered. You talked about like putting a smile on your face and being on like for interviews or whatever. Do you feel that like putting the smile on your face like while you're doing cheer versus putting a smile on your face when you're like being interviewed is a different experience, or is it the um, same? I feel like it's different. Like I feel like. Um, for like interviews in a sense, like, you know, I'm used to now I just like do my own thing, but like, if I'm like meeting someone in person, like, you know, like that's like the impression that they get of you. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to like leave like a lasting person. Like sometimes like your face isn't on screen for interviews or like, it's just your voice or whatever, but like, it just seems like more casual, I guess, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So it's not that bad. But what about like during cheer when you're constantly like you have to smile and like be so, so positive. That's like the whole like sport. Yeah, I feel like for that it's like, I don't know, it's more of like, like you're competing. So like you like go into like this different like mode kind of thing. Like you just like are like completely zoned into what you're doing. Like you're basically on autopilot. You're just like going for it, like doing your own thing. Um so it's, it's, I don't know. So like you just like do it. Like you don't have to like feel like you're like forcing yourself to do it. It's just like immediately turns on as soon as you like step on the floor. You just automatically smile. Do you see, do you find yourself just sort of randomly smiling and <laughs> you don't know why? Sometimes like <laughs> especially like when I'm reflex. flying sometimes like because you know like you like try like if you start performing in practice like your you know performance like on the mat like when you're actually competing is like you know so much easier. You don't have to like stress about it. So, like, when I first, like, started um, cheering, like, I'd be, like, smiling, like, a half smile. I'd be, like, yeah. cheers. <laughs> and then, like, once I started, like, actually, like, you know, getting confidence in what I was doing and all that stuff, then I was, like, right, like making right. faces and, like, being crazy. What, was Monica ever, like, you look miserable, smile? Like, was, was that ever feedback? <laughs> um, no. I feel like – honestly, I feel like I never got in trouble for that. I just got in trouble for not pointing my toes. Oh, okay. Well, so <laughs> – Work on those toes, okay?
When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so speaking of like online stuff and like being known again, so the internet is like a cruel place. <laughs> it's a dark place. You You can be like really well known and you don't even have to be known and you can still experience it. How do you deal with that? Because like, especially we're young, even younger when this all happened. I mean, I honestly don't really like social media anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I used to like it, like, you know, going and seeing like what all my friends were posting and like, you know, posting whatever I wanted to, like in a sense, like not obviously I don't post anything bad ever, but like, you know, I didn't really have to like, you know, look at my picture like so intense or like come up with a caption or like make sure my filter looked right. Like, right. I just didn't care. I would just post to post. I was like, I like this picture. I'm gonna post it. So like now it's like I, you know, we'll take a picture and like I'll like it of myself. And then I decide that I don't like it because I feel like people are going to judge me for, you know, my hair looking greasy or like, you You're know, like something. Yes. So like I just like I don't really care to post on my social media anymore when like I used to like do it for fun and now it's like I don't do that anymore and like even just like the negativity that's on social media like you know people hiding behind screens like negative comments like I always like try not to dwell on them but like there are some times where I'm just like having a bad day and like I see something and it's just like 
done. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy how like one comment from like a troll account with no face can still hurt. Yes. So much. And yet the, you can have like a hundred positive comments and still you look at that one faceless. Yes. And I don't know. It just drives me nuts sometimes. Like it's crazy how like your brain like is tricked into like thinking that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's weird. You believe that versus this, the the positive ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there'd be millions of positives yep. and one negative is just like you dwell on it. <laughs> yeah, and it probably has a lot. To, it's all connected to the um, <laughs> trying to yes. be your best. So for any of the audience members who are listening who are maybe close to your age, who are struggling with confidence and maybe body image, what uh, do you have any advice for them? I mean, you know, I learned to – like going through this, like I've been through it. <laughs> so um, just having a good support system, like, you know, there are a lot of people out there that do struggle with it. And, you know, not it's not really talked about that much. So I feel like the best thing is, you know, have a support system, whether it's like your mom or your dad or like a best friend, like, you know, even like a teammate, like there is going to be someone out there that is willing to listen or to you know, help you in one way, shape or form, or, you know, even just being like a listening ear or just give you advice. Um, so just have it like a support system. And also like, honestly, you do you because like at the end of the day, if you're not happy, like you can't make other people happy. So, you know, you just got to focus mm-hmm. on yourself, like be the best version of yourself, do everything for yourself, not for others. And like, that's like helped me like realize that like, regardless if I'm feeling bad about myself or this or that, like, as long as I'm happy, like, it shouldn't matter what anyone else thinks. Yeah, definitely. And focus on your own happiness, too, and, like, whatever makes that happen. Yes. Okay, so now that you're, I mean, done with cheering, what is a routine that you stick to off-season? Like, what workouts do you do? What What do you actually really like doing? Well, <laughs> I really like sleeping. Um, I really haven't. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm being honest, I really haven't worked out that much, like, there's been like, you know, like a couple of times where like I'll go work out, but like, I just like, mm, like when you're cheering, like in working out, it's a little bit different than, you know, getting up, going to a gym and then working out like at practice. It was like, you mm-hmm. know, going to see your friends, like you're doing like this, this and this, like staying in shape while you're doing it. So like for me to find motivation to go to the gym sometime, I'm like, I just don't want to sometimes. So if I do go, I just do like abs or like, you know, stair stepper, like that kind of stuff. But it's never Mm -hmm. really anything really intense. So during like when you were um, competing, like there was no supplementary working out that you had to do, like practice was the only thing. Yeah. So, I mean, we did some like strengthening workouts, like. I mean, like, say, for example, like, when I had my ankle surgery, like, I would do, like, strengthening for my ankle so that I could, like, you know, get movement fully back in it and all that stuff. But, I mean, we practice so much and, like, it takes, like, so much, like, practice and everything that we do. Like, our muscles and everything are so sore that, like, I think if we were to have workouts on top of that, I wouldn't make it. Couldn't do it. I wouldn't make it. No. Wow. So you're you're being thrown right a lot like that's that's that was your position. What if they don't catch you? <laughs> like what <laughs> is that? How you broke your? Is that how you hurt your ankle? No. Like I would be so terrified. Um. <laughs> well, I don't really get scared of being dropped. Honestly, like 
in the new season you can see me like smash my face into the ground that was pretty fun oh my god um (laughs) but i mean i don't really get scared of that kind of stuff um yeah but like if we do get dropped they have to everyone has to do 50 push-ups so that's like a consequence for dropping somebody oh to the ground if they hit the ground then they have to do that so there's that but no i tore my ankle because i was tumbling in the grass yeah, oh. <laughs> and I slipped on a wet spot of grass and tore my ankle. And were you mad at yourself um, <laughs> for that? Or were you relieved that you could take a break? I think I was, like, more, like, upset at the fact, like, why why would you tumble in grass? Like, you know, why? <laughs> it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, really, Morgan? Like, you couldn't have just, you know, Not- waited and just <laughs> – flipped on a mat or something yeah so don't tumble in grass so yeah hindsight's always twenty twenty. in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity use rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including louis vuitton chanel and cartier head to rebag.com and get up to 15 percent off your first purchase as a member with code rebagnew shop today at rebag.com that's r-e-b-a-g.com and use promo code rebagnew for up to 15 percent off your first purchase as a member This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question that has nothing to do with this. What is it like to meet? Because I, I watched the How You Met Kendall Jenner on Ellen. What is it like to meet celebs and hearing them talk about being fans of yours? What does that feel like? Um, It's crazy. Like, <laughs> when Ellen said my name one time, I was like, she just said my name. <laughs> and then, like, I walked up there and I'm like, you know, in, her, in Kindle, I was like, am I supposed to, like, hug you or, like, am I allowed to, like, no, am I not allowed to, like, touch you? Okay. Okay. Like, I don't really know. Like, I'm just, like, staring at them, like, oh, my God. Am I allowed to touch you? I'm like, that's yeah. so crazy. But, yeah, it was very, I, I could, I was like, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. And then Justin Bieber followed me on Twitter and I was like, crying in the airport like what is happening was that your like ideal oh was that like the biggest deal in the whole world that was I was like okay I made it I can I can you know carry on like you could carry on were you now like very conscious of what you tweeted after that (laughs) well I never really used Twitter honestly like Twitter is probably like one of the social medias I literally never use the most I'm like on Instagram Snapchat and now TikTok like the most out yeah. of everything but like twitter i've always had an account but i've never really used it 
Um, okay. But I will say, when he, when he followed me, I would go on Twitter a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I would I, if I if Justin Bieber followed me, I'd just start. Um, like tweeting Justin Bieber lyrics oh, yeah. <laughs> just to get him to like them um, and, you know, just start a whole thing. Um, well, all right. Okay. So now it is time for a segment called Truth or Truth, which is basically you have to tell me the truth no matter what I ask. <laughs> you have no choice. All right. This one's going to be kind of easy. What is a series, can be on Netflix, doesn't have to be, that you've literally just binged, couldn't stop watching within a day or a few days? Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset? Yes. This last season? Yes. Like I. What did you? I, I feel like I'm caught up on it now because I took like one day off because I had something, but I was like, I could not stop watching it. Like, it would be like 4 a.m. and I'm like, Morgan, like, go to bed. What what's, what are you so obsessed? Why do, why do you like it so much? I don't even know. I mean, I love like, you know, looking at houses and like, you know, decor and like this and that and like interior design. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not good at it on yeah, my own. Same. But like, I just love like, you know, the aesthetic of this stuff and like, you know, like these houses and all this. And I'm just like so invested in it. But then like all the drama. Like the drama gets me sometimes. I'm like, no. and then Chriselle being on Dancing with the Stars with um, Monica, I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to watch Sunny Sunset. So I watched it and I'm like, I love her. I love her. <laughs> yeah. They also, like their glam and oh, like online. what they like walk around in. I'm just, how? Like I am in sweatpants. I know. I'm like, I <laughs> wish I could be that one day. Yeah. But. Here yeah. I am I'm comfortable t-shirt. in my sweats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Okay. I recently watched or am watching. I don't know if you do you have HBO Max. I've been watching Station Eleven. Have you I heard haven't. of that? Uh-uh. It's I'll it's a really. I was. It, I don't know. It's a really <laughs> weird show <laughs> about, and it hits a little close to home. It's like about an apocalypse caused by a flu. So I'm like, why am I watching this? <laughs> but it is still kind of good. I can't kind of stop, like you said, but for different reasons than selling something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, Morgan, where can people, if you want people to follow you, where where can people follow you? Can you also tell us, like, what you said you're moving on to bigger, better things? What what are you moving on to? What are you up to? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So first, my social media is um, on Instagram. It's Morgan N L Y N. So Morgan Lynn, but with extra N. And then <laughs> uh, for the rest of them, I think it's like Morgan Seminar or something like that. They'll find so, you. So you know, just <laughs> just you know, yeah. Just Google. Yeah. It. And then okay. for the things I'm doing, um, I've been working with like all these huge brand deals and, you know, building my brand up and, you know, living my life to the fullest. I have a cat, obviously. She's crazy. <laughs> so I've been dealing with her being a cat mom and, um, you know, spending time with my family and friends and my boyfriend. So, nice. yeah, so I'm trying to do big kid things like get a house and all that. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not a big kid thing. That's like an ad- like a, a big adult thing. That's like a big deal. Oh, I'm excited. Wow, is it like a big shift? Do you do you, you you feel like more relaxed now? Yeah, I feel like I'm like like you know like I don't really know how to explain it. Like in the beginning, like when I was at Navarro, like I knew like it was like a transition phase. You know, like I was like I know I'm not mm-hmm. going to be here forever. Like 
I know that, right. you know, I'll be here for two or three years and then, you know, make another move. And now, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, at this point in my life where I'm, like, you know, like, this is it. Like, if I buy this house, like, this could be the house I live in for, you know, 10, 20 years. Like, yeah, you could always it's sell. like, well, that's it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm saying, like, it's just, like, the next step, yeah. like, the next actual, like, right. step. That it's a it's a I'm big like, change, right? What? Not me adulting. Could not be. Could <laughs> not be me. You're growing up. Well, if, at the end of the day, you could always get Chriselle to sell your house. It's it's not a big deal. <laughs> Mine's going to not be as big as the ones that she sells. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Morgan. I wish you so much luck. Everybody go watch Cheer on Netflix and... That is it for today's episode of Diet Starts Tomorrow. I will be back this coming Thursday to answer all of your Dear DST questions. Be sure to send them at dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. Follow me at Aileen. Watch Cheer. Follow Morgan. Don't tweet her only on TikTok and Instagram. And don't be a troll. So, Morgan, thank you so much. And we're always with you. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.